This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. It's time. Michael A. Silva, don't at me. Man. So, one of the big things we talk about on the podcast is current events. We would be, like, just dumb if we didn't talk about the coronavirus. It's affecting, literally, Man, the world the is world, shutting down. Right, the whole fucking world. COVID-19. You know, I know a lot of you guys are tired of hearing about this, and I'm tired of talking about it, honestly, but it's getting serious and it's getting more, okay, we got to really pay attention now because it's really affecting, like, our livelihoods, you know? So, well, I mean, deep into it. you look earlier in the week, so I'm going straight off the docket. I wrote coronavirus, and I started making notes because I'm like, I know we've talked about this a lot, but I feel like it's pretty relevant and it keeps developing. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's make a little couple of notes on here. Right. So Elon Musk was getting critical of Coachella, you know, canceling. Coachella. I mean, first of all, that was like the first thing mm-hmm. that happened that was kind of like, oh man, this shit is real. Coachella is like a really big event. It happens every year. Huge. It, like all celebrities go there. It's been established for a very long time now. So when you know that, okay, it's affecting Coachella, then okay, let me pay a little bit more of attention like to what's going on. Well, and then the thing on top of that is the locals, you know, that right. are running all the businesses that basically pay the bills for the year because of that one big event, now they can't bank on that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but at the time, it's like, okay, are are we being rash canceling events like that? Right. And Elon Musk was critical of that. Um, You know, and then next thing you know, they have the Warriors decide to play a fanless game. You posted about that in the group chat. Because, you know... Side I mean, note, this is weird, side note, we hate the Warriors. So to us, we were happy about that shit. Like, yeah, fuck y'all. And like, you know, Warriors are fucking up basketball again. That was our mindset. Kind of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, like, right, right. Damn, now, like, no fans. Because you but, don't know. We don't know anything about this. But honestly, I was kind of, even though, you know, my dislike for the Warriors, I didn't kind of, I didn't want to really hear that. Like, it's kind of weird that no fans are going to be involved at all. Because that, that, that's what makes the actual sport the sport. And the cheers and the boos and everything. It makes it more, you know, just better overall. You know? Right. So. Well, so that happened and then it was like, man, okay. Now, if if the if the NBA proceeded like that, or other sports like MLB. Yeah. And, I mean, even if it went into the summer and fall and affected NFL, if you were to proceed with games with no fans... Think about the ripple effect of just that alone in sports. Home field advantage is essentially nullified. There is no home field advantage, other than the fact that the visiting team is sleeping in hotel beds versus sleeping in, you know, a good, you know, their own home bed. Right. That's right. the only advantage at that point. They have to travel. But they're not hearing, you know, the, the booze, the pressure, none of that. That's all It's just gone. silence. Silent and like LeBron said, it's like a scrimmage. Yeah, LeBron said it. Somebody interviewed him and they were like, "Hey, how do you feel about playing with no fans?" He was like, "How do I'm not doing that?" <laughs> He's like, "You know, they can. I'm not going to the games. That's the right. point." And look, look what happened. 
how quickly this the whole stuff all spread. NBA got Just like the virus spread is how quickly this shit escalated because that was I think Tuesday or Wednesday. Then, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, this is getting kind of ridiculous. This is almost like the terror alerts. You know, we've talked about that before in the podcast, right, you know, right, uh-huh. back in the post 9/11 world where they're like today is yellow, don't go out anywhere. Yeah. Today's orange, stay away. Right, right. You know, and I was like, okay, is this <laughs> you know, even my dumbass in the back of my mind is like could this be some propaganda? Like, why, why are they so intent on keeping us from going outdoors? I think it's definitely a, a combination. Well, because you look at... I, I look at the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. My... The things I found... I think it was like an LA Times or New York Times. One of the Times. I don't know. Don't fact check us. I don't know. Don't <laughs> at me. But one of them were talking about how the death rate, when you were to account for all the unannounced people that were infected or the, the not unannounced the undiagnosed you know like right. because a lot of people i think probably 80 percent based on some stuff that i've read will have no symptoms asymptomatic yep completely asymptomatic so a lot of those people might never go to the hospital might never go to the doctor they might maybe it just kind of passes like i had like a 48 hour but Bug. that's the scary thing because all those people they interact with. exactly you can pass it on. You know? Well, so we don't really make much mind of it though, because we're like, ah, if it's mild, that's fine, you know, whatever. And you know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, I I don't know. I'm like, okay, it's probably not that big of a deal. All the stats said, you know, hey, it's probably less than one percent, like a point two percent death rate. If, you know, you account for everybody in the world, but honestly, including like, those that weren't announced. But then, mm-hmm. here's the crazy thing. I think I read that, like, Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And we're recording this on Friday night. Um, so that was Monday, I believe. And then the next day, I see the World Health Organization puts out that it's a 3.4% death rate. And I'm like, whoa, that is a drastic difference. Yeah. You know, if you're talking about 0.2%, that's two out of a thousand. Right. So one out of 500 people, and that's going to be an elderly person 99% of the time. Right, right, correct. correct. 3.4, man, that's, you know, seven people out of every 200. And this is a big world. It's like, I'm like, wait a minute. That is that is like and honestly, way Let's, let's, let's not even factor. talk about the world because we know that. Let's talk about Houston. Houston is like one of the most diverse places on in the world right now. You know, it's an international hub, so you know it's gonna come here. <laughs> you know it's bound. Oh yeah. You know, so that's why I wasn't surprised when. Well, when China, know. when it when it spread in China, I mean, it, it started in China. When it spread in China, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I, I'm just gonna assume that it's gonna make its way here. Right, right. There are what a billion people in China. Mm-hmm. That's an eighth of the world. Twelve percent. An eighth of the world. Some people are gonna get out and go to America, or maybe they already have the virus and they're going to America on business. Like, it's gonna happen. There's so many people in China. It's gonna find its way eventually, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting here thinking. I was in Seattle in February, right? Mm-hmm. It hit Seattle, I think, late January. First time it, you know, hit U.S. borders, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, whatever, it's fine. I was there for, you know, a month after that, but I was there for a couple of nights. I didn't pay it any mind. I mean, I, 
I was mindful in the airport to wash my hands and I tried not to touch anything, but there are idiots on the fucking plane. Right. Coughing. And I'm like turning around, like eyeing them and stuff, you know, doing the whole passive aggressive shit. Because mm-hmm. it's on an airplane. I'm sitting here trying to read a book. Yeah. And uh, I'm not making any mind of it. And then you fast forward to, you know, the jazz. So <laughs> it was you, Wednesday. Yeah. I'm at, I'm drinking coffee on my lunch break, right? Mm hmm. And I'm just scrolling, looking through the news, and I see an Apple News article about Rudy Gobert. And it said that, you know, it was very tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, he was... I guess they interviewed him Monday, and he was kind of making light of the situation. And then whenever he was walking off, he made a point to touch every Every microphone microphone on the way out. (laughs) So then I saw that same article. It said that he was questionable with an illness and they're like oh isn't that ironic and they were like now he seems to be fine you know he doesn't have very many many symptoms it's not even clear if he even does have coronavirus it's just you know funny irony right Mm -hmm. then you go to the game the game is about to tip off i guess out of precautions they test him game's about to tip off Chris Paul is going up to the bench talking, you know, to the jazz players. Like, hey, what's going on with uh, Rudy? Uh And they're like, get away, get away, get away. Refs come running in. They stop the game. They say, all right, thank you for coming. That dude actually ran. Like, one of the um, correspondents on the jazz, like, ran. Like, he was power walking, like, running. And then refs. And then you can tell, like, you can see that everybody was kind of frantic a little bit or confused. Like, what's going on? I would be terrified. Yeah, like, what's going on? And then the dude was like, well, you know, the game's postponed. And. You guys were safe, you know, but the, it's no game today, pretty much. And all the fans were like, what the fuck, you know? Dude. And then, so, Rudy Gobert has coronavirus. He right. has COVID-19. And he looks like one of the biggest fools at the time. Because, you know, he took everything lightly, which we all do to a certain extent. But you got to be smart about stuff, too. Man. You, know, you got to, come on, man. You know that people are actually dying from this shit in other countries and in your own country. You know, France or wherever. And you're just... It's not cool, man. You got to think a little bit more. But he did give a statement, like, apologizing, which was yeah. very, like, well said and everything. But still. And, I mean, they did say that he said he's feeling all right. He's sure he'll fully recover. You know, he's probably one of those people. He's, I don't even know how old he is, but I doubt he's older than we are at 30. Yeah. So, and he's a, a professional athlete, a pretty elite athlete. So, I mean, His he's in that, great. yeah, he's yeah. in that group that is just going to kind of let it pass like a cold. But... I think hands down he wins defensive player of the year though, because he shut the whole shit down. He, he shut did, the man. whole league down. He, he should get in the Hall of Fame just because of that. This shit doesn't go down in history. <laughs> <laughs> just because of that, like twenty twenty coronavirus. You know, so much shit's been happening in twenty twenty. Like man, period. so you it's have only March. Man, I know. So you have the uh, Iran situation. You have Kobe, Kobe which yep. we talked about. I feel All like time. we've only talked about crazy shit the last couple of weeks because crazy shit's been happening, you yep, know? Yep. And then this, and this it's shit. like... This is, the you, new, this is the new plague, bro. It really is. It's it's wild, man. So how quickly the shit escalates. So... Mm-hmm. They shut that game down. Then all of a sudden, boom, the league is post like it is paused. They're they're basically going on a hiatus. The NBA is shut down for thirty days, and right? Guess, and guess what happened after that? Every other sport follows suit. NCAA March NCAA, Madness canceled. NHL, everything, everything, man. everything and like, canceled. 
at first you're like, man, this is wild. But at that point, you start to understand, and you know that you, you see the whole yeah. infographics that are viral on social media with like the curve, right? Mm-hmm. Flatten the curve. So the more bunched up people are. And I say this after a week of going to the XFL game <laughs> yeah. with Allen. Yeah. But I will say, at that time, this was no concern. Like, I'm sitting here operating under the assumption that it's a 0.2% death rate. Right. Uh, you know, whatever, it'll be fine. Right, right. You know, and then all of a sudden, a week later, like, I can't, I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't go to the XFL tomorrow if it was I don't going think on. Anybody would. It right canceled, now, but like, Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I was very... Look, I tried not to touch... Anytime I tried to touch my face, I would put my shirt over my face and use my arm to rub my nose or something like that. Right, right. You're very so, aware. Aware, that. yes. But, I mean, it's innate. Like, at some point, you're going to brush across your face and not even think about it, you know? Right. And I was washing my hands a million times. Didn't really touch anything. Bro, I, I didn't need to eat anything. so much. Just, I'm a germaphobe already. I wash them all the time. Now I just wash them more thoroughly. And yeah, you wash it longer, exactly. Yeah. So now it just makes you stay on your stuff even longer. But it's just very devastating what's happening in the world right now. It kind of sucks because the media is doing this shit on purpose as well because, you know, they have a story, right? To put fear in everybody's lives and to... I think it's a it's a, a an agenda behind it, you know. Uh, we'll get into that later. But it's definitely get into it now. Okay, so right, get I get part now. of it. So like mm-hmm. being from a news background, like a journalist yeah. background, mm-hmm. there's this tough line that you have to kind of toe both sides. Where initially you're like, all right, this doesn't seem like that big of a deal. A couple people in America have it, and I'm talking in the beginning, right? couple people have it not many people have died like what 20 people that's bad but it's no flu right right right, right. but then all of a sudden it kind of turned where okay shit now the numbers suggest that at least by the percentages it's harsher than the flu mm-hmm. um now there's a huge there's a huge just bookend like it's two extremes where i think the death rate for people that are 30 or younger is 0.1% or something just minute. Right. Now, if you go up to elderly people, I think the number was maybe 60 and older. Yeah, it was much It's higher. like 20%. Right. So that means one in five. One in five. You know, and you yeah. think of it that way, and then you start to think, well, like, okay, now I have to think selflessly. Like, I don't... I might be fine, but if I go see Grandpa, I'm not even thinking about anything. And not even Grandpa, like your parents, your mm-hmm. aunts, your uncles... Your, your titos and titas, you know, like all of them you have to really focus on and, and worry about. And it's scary because, like you said, we, you know, we talked about being asymptomatic. And with that, you have no idea what's going on. And that brings me to another point where Trump, I watched his actual, um, his address to the, the union today or the state or the world, excuse me. Um, and he was basically saying that he's going to open up more places for people to go. If you feel like you're symptomatic, drive through testing. Right, but the thing about that is, you have to be, you can't be mildly symptomatic. Symptomatic, you have to be actually like really showing signs of okay, I can have the coronavirus. If not, they're gonna turn you away, which is crazy. Which you know? is scary because in the beginning, when you're most, I guess, contagious yeah. is when you don't have any symptoms. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I mean, think when you start having symptoms, it's because your body's fighting it off. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's you know. It's starting to yeah, it's starting to break you down. You know, mm-hmm. dehydration and your body, lung issues, and, and, pneumonia. And guys, remember this too: our body is stronger than you think. We're resilient. We, we are. our body is is the most fucking complex shit in the world. You know, well, and one then, of them. You know, so like it, it's gonna help try to fight shit as well the best that it can. You and know? I think at the end of the day, and look, you asked us. Look, I think two weeks ago we might have mentioned this. Mm-hmm. And just kind of as like a as an aside, like oh yeah, that's kind of crazy. Last week, I think we mentioned it with like, hey, you know, people are starting to freak out. Some of it's in Texas, yeah, whatever. Now we're talking about it. Sports have effectively been shut off, and we're big sports heads. There yeah. are rumors of you know lockdowns and shit like that, curfews. Speaking of lockdowns, you want to bring up Dallas? Well, I don't know if that. See, I haven't seen. I've I've seen rumors of Dallas basically being so. Locked basically, down, but guys, I haven't, I haven't seen that confirmed though. So yeah. I don't want to say that that happened. Basically, guys. So like, it's rumored that Dallas is like locked down right now. Rumor, once again, we don't know for sure, but you know, uh, you know, my fellow Houstonians, if Dallas is locked down, you know, it's coming here soon because we're this like next door neighbors down here. So it, it shows you the severity of everything that this well, shit's really. The point serious. I'm making is I I like. It's gotten progressively worse, mm-hmm. so I don't want to say, ah, hey, don't worry about this, and then by the time you all are listening to this Monday, it's like, oh, shit, this got way worse. Nah, you but, take all steps you can. Well, but it's just, you know, I think with this, all you really can do, look, control what you can. Yep. Like You talk about that a lot, control yeah, what you can. Yeah, what's happened, happened, yeah. and I mean, that's not ideal, but if you have it, I mean, you can't just, like, magically get rid of it. Or if you're afraid of getting it, if it's around you, you're going to get it. I mean, it's if it's around you, you're probably going to get it. But, you know, the best you can do is control what you can, which is wash your hands thoroughly. Wash your hands. Seconds. Wash your ass. Don't forget about that, too. People, you know, don't, so wash your ass. Don't touch your face as best as you can. Try not to touch when your you face. you sneeze, sneeze into your elbow. Yes, very important. Sneeze into your elbow. I saw some, uh, I think it was on a subway one time. It said, don't uh, something, something. The, basically, it said D-A-B, like dab. And it was about <laughs> sneezing into your armpit. And it said, when you have to sneeze, dab. And the acronym said, like, something like, don't act like, I don't know. You know who taught me to sneeze in my my armpit? Sharon, actually. Before, yeah, I'd never sneeze. I just was like, yeah, chew. And I would cover my nose in my hand. And she was like, why are you doing that? Sneezing your arm. And then I started doing that. I'm like, this is actually much better, sneezing in my arm, you know? Then you have to worry about your hands. You're not sneezing in the air because then you can walk into that shit and it smells. (laughs) It smells, yeah. It's just like, Looks like it stinks. Yeah, it looks like it stinks for sure. I don't know, man. So, like, I mean, this shit's going on, mm-hmm. and we don't know what this will be like by the time we hit Monday. But, yeah. you know, try not to go around big crowds. Do the whole social distancing That's kind of hard because people get Everywhere. stir. People get stir crazy. When you stay inside of, like, yeah. jail, you know, when you're confined in certain walls, you get depressed, and this shit gets it's very sad, and you want to leave. So, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm feeling fine. Whatever. I'm going to go out. You know, X, Y, Z, I'll be fine or whatever. And that's when bad shit happens. So you have to really tough that stir craziness out. Tough being, tough out, you know what I mean? Like being consolidated in your own little area. But 
don't think about yourself like you said you got to be selfless think about the world and okay i know if i stay here it's chances that that I want to spread it around to my parents or other people that are elderly or I think or not even that people that actually have like a weaker immune system you know they're kind of sickly already and it can be somebody younger too you know like a child and I think that's kind of like the uh, the final message I would say with it don't live in fear don't be afraid and it's funny the last thing we recorded was play it by ear the damn <laughs> listen back and yeah. one of the songs was fear yeah but uh, don't live in fear, but be responsible, you know? Yeah. Like the whole don't go out in public, don't be around people, you know, stay away from big crowds isn't 100% about, oh, you might get sick and die. Like most people listening to this are probably around our age. We're not very old. We're in pretty good shape. As long as you're in good shape, you should be fine, you know? But think about if you were to get it and then you go out around a bunch of elderly people, then all of a sudden they get it and it's like, you're gonna feel like Shit. you're gonna feel bad. Twenty percent. You're gonna of them feel could really, croak. really bad, especially, especially if that happens where they were to croak or go to the hospital. You'll feel extremely bad. So, like Mike, yeah. you know, my good friend says, just heed our advice. Listen to, you know, doctors, the professionals that are telling you what to do. And some of this stuff is very simple. Wash your hands for twenty seconds. Don't go around anybody if you feel sick. Just chill for a little bit. Quarantine yourself, you know. But at the same time, don't be too fearful where you feel like, I can't go out, I can't do shit. No, you can, but just be smart about stuff. That's all. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we've all coronavirus ourselves out, we'll dive into the next topic, which will be other current events. The baby keeps slapping everyone. I wrote that down. Why is this Hey, did you see the video, though? I saw the video. I saw all the, all the other videos, too. Hey, popped her hard, though. You know what's funny about the baby, bro? His music doesn't match with how he is as a person. Because he's very goofy and funny in his videos. And then in person, he always tries Some to make a point people. to punch people, slap people, and just be hard. Like, nigga, like, excuse me. I'm not trying to use that word anymore. But, but my guy, you're, you're a certain age right now. You, you're at a certain level of fame right now. You're hanging out with Diddy and all the upper echelons, you know, people that made it in the world, that paved the way for you. And you out here still doing foolish shit. Like, you're not in the hood anymore, my guy. You have to you have security guards for a reason. Let them fight your battles. Why do you feel the need to always step in? I, how, how tall is the baby, bro? Is he like 5'6", five, 5'7"? Five, five, Probably a height thing. I think it's like and a I mean, short man complex. So you know, I think there is like a short man complex. Like, I got to feel like I got to make a point. Brr, let me hit you. Brr, you know, fuck you. Don't don't mess with me. But you're not proving a point. You're actually losing fans. You're losing money. Nobody wants to fuck you anymore because you're always slapping people. You know, for no fucking reason. Now, in his on the other hand, on his defense. However, <laughs> did, I mean, she had the camera like almost touching his face with the flash on. He said he didn't see her. I don't believe it, but also I'm like, maybe maybe that is believable, though. If you got the flash on up against your eyelids, you know, you just kind of like trying to push somebody back. I, I get you if you're trying to like barely push somebody back, but he fucking cocked that <laughs> shit back and slapped the shit out of her, bro. He and honestly, me. you know, let, let me dive into this a little bit. I understand this is upbringing, too. He comes from a, a bad area, so it's the whole mentality, swing first, ask questions later type, you know, but... You're at a, you're in a different light now. You're not in that same life anymore. Everything that you do, you've always been interviewed for everything. 
even if you're drunk, high, whatever, you got to conduct yourself in a way that you're not going to be out there acting ass looking foolish. Think about it. Once again, have your bodyguards surround you. You know, it's getting to that point where he needs to get more bodyguards. Like, that's surrounding him to where, okay, let's go ahead and surround this guy so we know that nobody can get close to him at all so it won't be any kind of altercation. That, that's my mindset. He only has, like, this one dude still or whatever, you know? So, like, come on, man. You got to think a little bit He further. wants to be in them shits. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't, I don't agree with it, once again. But, I like, I get it. I see both sides to it, but I don't agree with it. What else is going on this week? The Flip the Switch Challenge. So this shit's getting kind of out of hand. Like, some of them are funny. I saw, like them. You saw J-Lo and A-Rod? A-Rod? That's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> it's getting kind of overboard. Yeah. If y'all haven't seen it, yeah. it's J-Lo. And are they married, husband, wife? I don't think Whatever they are. I, I don't know what they are, but I know they're together. I don't know if they're married or what. You know? And then A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez. Basically, this America... Swole ass baseball player wearing his tight ass dress. Yeah. So basically, you know, it plays. Uh, what's it? Nonstop, right? It's. Uh, I just flipped the switch. Right. It's, it's Drake. And uh, And then all of a sudden, once it says, block, I just flipped the boy. switch, that's yeah. whenever they change outfits. It's basically, change places in the video. Like they're. Like they uh, tell. Like switch bodies and shit. Yeah. Instant transmission. Shout out Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it was funny. I thought it was cool. Some people I thought it was like, funny because, like, when I first saw that video, it was, like, the little baby holding the camera. That's, yeah, and it if was... If it's the baby right. or if it's, like, uh, I've seen people do it with, like, dogs. Yeah, it's something funny, like a little baby and he has a little diaper mm. on. Like, that's funny. But when it gets to the point where you're wearing dresses and skirts and all this shit, like, I get it. But I mean, it, it gets a little, it, it becomes a little bit of, uh, too much sometimes, you know, personally. I was always a Yankees fan, so, like, I was, mm-hmm. like, always an A-Rod apologist. Mm-hmm. There's no place for that, man. There's <laughs> no place for that. I feel you. So, I feel you. I feel you. The other thing I saw scrolling Instagram uh, yesterday, actually, was Floyd Mayweather. You see that? His baby mama. Yeah, I want to talk to you guys about Man. that, too. I know that's, that's Baby mom of three. three Josie Harris found dead in her car. Three kids. Yes, sir. Yes, no sir. signs of foul play. So. You know, like, when it's your time to go, it's your time. And I know that's it's a lot of stuff's been happening. I had, like, a lot of deaths in my life, personally. And this shit sucks. You never, you're never gonna get it over it ever. With time, it's gonna heal a little bit and make it a little bit better. But you're never gonna get over it fully. I'll let you guys know that right now. You know, so I can only imagine what he's going through because that was a person that birthed three of his kids, the mother of three of his kids. They're not together anymore, but still, that's that's your that's your baby mom. Like that's y'all have been around each other for a while. She was with Floyd when he was first coming up. When he still had hair, you know what I mean. Like he, when he was, right. when he was a uh, pretty boy. It wasn't pretty boy Floyd, but you know, back when he had his first name before he switched it, you know. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's dedication. You know, when he's always smiling, like yeah, I'm from Floyd, and like two years now. So it's, it's just crazy, man. Like, it really is. And I mean, the reason why at first I was like, hmm, they, you know, they were having their own drama. They were having some suits, you know, lawsuits, right. And they were in the news recently. I think we might have even talked about this in one of the early Don't At Me's about 
some of their drama. Domestic, yeah. So you're like, huh. But they immediately disruled or ruled out any foul play. So it's like, oh, okay. I guess I always think conspiracy first. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But uh, I think the last current event I saw, it's Harvey. A yeah, it's a oh, you're good. No, I was going to say, like, just to touch a little bit back on the Floyd thing. It's a lot that's going on in his life right now because we talked about the, the, the wild, you know, the he's going to train Wilder, you know, and that was a big thing. He was talking about Talking about sure. it. And so now I don't know what's going to happen with that, you know, because it's a lot. Speaking of Floyd, I was just criticized for burning money and he's not good with money and all this other shit. So, and then 50's always trolling him all the time. Dude, and, you know what I mean? Everybody. Yeah, it's his boy, but he's always talking money shit about team. him. Yeah, so it just, I'm sure it's a money thing too, but, you know, it's a lot that he, this man deals with too. And so, you know, like, if you guys are religious at all or anything, send some prayers his way. Because, you know, we need. It's got to be hard. We need to spread more love. And need to be there for each other, regardless if it's an enemy or somebody you don't like. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with the actual world is we feel like, hey, if there's somebody I really don't fuck with or I don't like, I don't really care what's what they're going through. But pay it for it, pass it for it, because you never know when you're going to be in a situation to where stuff's happening with you, and then mysteriously, like it gets better because you don't know who's actually praying for you and like. One to make you make sure like you were winning and, and doing the right thing. So the whole point of me saying it is, pay it for it, be the bigger person, pray for him and his family. Well said, sir. Well said. Last thing I had, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. So he got twenty three years. That's good for him, man. I'm happy about that. Actually, yeah, he's gonna be locked away. Yeah. He. Uh, this came out. Amidst emails where he was saying Jennifer Aniston needed to die. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, wow. needless to say, not a good guy. At all. 23 years. I mean, I'm sure that people would say he needs more than that. But You know, he, he does, for sure. But he thought he was untouchable. Because when you're when you're making money and you're, that, you're in that secret society, secret, secret group in the world, uh, I can do whatever I want. Can't nobody fucking touch me. I can grab a guy's dick right now and he's not going to do shit. He did it. You know what I'm saying? Wait, what? Terry Crews, remember? When he grabbed him? Or was it Crews? It was somebody where he, he grabbed his shit and the dude didn't do shit. He was surprised but because he was powerful. It's a power thing. Which brings you to the whole... Um, actually, I'm not going to get into that. He lost me on that one. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not. I was gonna get into like some slavery shit, but I'm. I'm, I'm not gonna get to. Oh, that the buck right busting. Now. Yeah, I'm not gonna get to. That right <laughs> nah, now. if you want to get into it, that's the last thing I had on current events. Get right. into buck busting. So what? What buck busting is? So it brings up the point I'm making right now. A lot of Caucasian dudes in power, when they're racist against other people, if they are, you know, I'm just making a point right now. If they are, they felt a need to actually show their dominance to the rest of the actual race. So for example. I'm African-American. I'm Nigerian-American. So, back in the day, you know, we went through a lot. You know, that's, that's not even, I'm not going to get into that, but you know we went through a lot of shit. So, it was this thing that was going on in the actual Caribbean, uh, Jamaican and Trinidadians and, you know, every, everywhere else called buck, buck busting. So, what that was, actually, they had these different spice farms in the world, mainly in Jamaica. Mainly in Jamaica. Remember, remember that. So, what they would do on these actual these spice plantations, 
they were prepping all the slaves. Pre- prepping them to break them down. So what I mean by that is they would gather everybody around. They would find the, the biggest, baddest, swollest, like, black dude. Bring him up. Tie him down or pin him down, you know, whatever different methods were. And they would actually... Man, it, just, it is hard for me to say because I get so mad talking about this shit like I really do. But they would actually rape them and annually rape them, of course, until they would submit to their will. And so them doing that was like, hey, I got the biggest, the, I have y'all's leader right now. The biggest, baddest black dude here and he's submitting to me sexually. You know how, you know how humil- humil- humiliating that is? To, to know like your 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 daughter, your wife, cousins, relatives like watching you go through this shit. Like try to just put yourself in that in, in your shoes in those shoes for a little bit, and just just realize that. <laughs> just like visualize this with me real quick. That shit's so in, inhumane, like it really is. Like why would yeah. you have to do some shit like that to prove your point? So some people in the world are just extremely evil. I'll never understand that shit, but they're they're extremely evil. So that's basically what bug busting was. They would fuck dudes, the leader, in front of everybody until they submit to their will to show them like, hey, you know, I'm y'all's leader now. Yeah, I think what it is is people look at. It's a power I think the thing. people that that had yeah definitely definitely that, but I think. When people respect each other as another person, you don't have to agree, you don't have to get along, you don't even have to like each other. Right. But at least, like, you respect, like, all right, man, like, you are you. I don't like you, but, like, whatever. Get out of here, like. And not race. I'm talking about, like, maybe we just argue. We just don't, I don't know, we just butt heads. Mm-hmm. But when you start to see people, like, when you objectify people, mm-hmm. like, they are objects. Your, to be obtained your, and like property owned that that's when it's any objectification i mean you'd probably see it i don't know the statistics i mean do you think you see objectification more with like men and women or like white to black men i think nowadays women are becoming more equal to men so probably i would say i would racism. say i would say the second second actually yeah, I mean, either one is off-putting, and obviously there's no place for either one, but I mean, that's that's the world we live in. But it's know. sad, and you know, right now with the corona, we're going to go back to that for a second. Unity. Everybody, yeah, that as well, but everybody... Hey, coronavirus is not prejudiced at all. Oh, at all, at all. But everybody's treating Asian people some type of way. Yep, and this, Which you know, isn't cool at all, and you know, every black, Muslim, every other Native Americans... Mexicans, like we've all gone gone through shit, and so now it's like this shit's happening to Asians, and like I hate it, bro. Like I feel so bad for them. Right. You don't you don't deserve this shit. Like oh, it was a video I watched the other day with a black man actually being extremely racist and offensive to the Asian dude who was just calm on the train. It was in New York, I think. Said, hey, why is he riding? I don't want him by me. I don't want to get fucking corona and just talking shit. And he started spraying this dude with fucking Lysol or some shit. But I'm like, are you fucking serious? And the dude, the Asian dude, just kept his calm. He's looking straight and ignored it. 
But bro, it, it reminds me of the the times our ancestors went through shit. Two wrongs don't make a right, bro. Like it's so many ignorant fucking people in the world. And it makes me so mad. Like it really does because I'm for everyone. Well, and this bro. is I think really this is the power of the pen is mightier than the sword. Right. Pen in the metaphorical sense to also mean spoken word. You know, act. You know, people say actions speak louder than words. words yeah. But words can change everything. No, words hurt. Man. I mean, think about, you know, obviously, like, black people have been oppressed for many... 400 years. S- centuries. Yep. You know? 400 plus years. And the gravity and all these different prejudices are very, very different. But you look at most recently with 2001. What happened in 2001? 9-11 yeah then you Everybody have this was, Islamophobia I mean you'd see people get uneasy if you saw somebody with the turban get on a plane exactly and I mean it it's just weird like being around that environment you but the know? media plays a big part in it too. well and the media plays it up of you know the overdoing it and, then, yeah. and you know I didn't get to, I didn't get to finish the point on this uh-huh. on the journalist side of things initially you feel like man like we there, there's different sides of of the reason why it's so overreported. to to help kind of i guess play devil's advocate and almost kind of back up the media mm-hmm. one part of it is truly yeah this is trending right now we know this will get listens right or right. get whatever you know you have some people that are just out there trying to get that clickbait right hey this is a good buzzword right now then you have those people out there like okay like maybe this is serious and we need to take it seriously we need to report on this the right way then you have some that say oh well shit they put something out we need to put something out of ours so it seems like we care right competition then you have some that are kind of just like well shit everybody's talking about this we should probably look into this not even from a competitive standpoint but like we kind of have like a responsibility now to report on this. Right. All these different factors are going through that journalistic entity's head. Yeah. It's where they're like, yeah, it's not even a question. At some point, it just becomes, yeah, we're definitely covering this. It's just going to, the only variable at this point is how much we're going to cover it. What, how, what, you know, because I mean, news is basically devoid of being unbiased so basically what i'm saying is it's always biased you know so everybody's gonna come in and think it's either way worse than it is or it's way less than it is and it's funny because even that almost kind of becomes political yeah because trump has been you know kind of cavalier about it right so you know trump supporters of course are going to align with oh this is no big deal at all and then the trump haters are going to be the ones that are going to be like what an idiot. This is a big deal. We need to be concerned. concerned about it, right. And it becomes almost political, just like, you know, global warming and shit like that before. It's like, how did this become a political thing? It's not there yet, but I can easily see it's it going that right. right. Mike, I have a question for you, man. Go for it. Tupac, man. Not one of my favorites. <laughs> we have Tupac playing in the background right now. You know, it's beautiful. But my question, Mike. Why do you feel people fear and hate the fear the unknown so much and hate the unknown so much in like regards to doing demeaning 
inhumane shit to them. So like why like why do you feel they have to stress that point to 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 do a power like okay I'm in control I man it, it's me you know I'm on top you you're lower like where'd they even stem from where'd they come from in your opinion Well I mean humans are in our primitive state we're very tribal but we, like to rape people and do shit like that though you know Well sex is it's since it's existed I guess has been about different things lust sensuality to the next level love so do, so do you think that but it's also you know uh-huh. power right and it's also um for some just a way of controlling you know so it it, it differs so much for i i can't tell you the motivations behind that right, because right. i'm yeah, not just, into just, any of the domineering yeah, for shit sure but just like in your opinion because i know we you all know, think on either about side this of that we all think about this shit like why you know sometimes like hmm, yeah i mean i don't i think it's we in our in our roots are tribal. Mm-hmm. We are, um, you know, we assimilate. We're like coyotes, right? We batch up in little groups, clans, whatever you want to call them, tribes, tribes right? right? I feel like those of us that are intellectual, that will actually engage with people and know who they are and the line on, you know, interests and personalities and things like that the intellectual people are the ones that will be more open minded to like like look at our friend group yeah. it's all different races right yeah, then you look at I feel like for those that are not as intellectual or you know just kind of the sheep that just kind of go with oh this is what has always been Humans all assimilate. Look, you and I assimilated. Not racially. We assimilated on interest. Like, Mm -hmm. us, our whole crew. Mm -hmm. The ones that I feel like don't really know how to interact with people or have just been raised with really bad habits are the ones that just assimilate blindly with their own race. Without even knowing the other races out there. Like, without building a relationship of, of your own to make the decision for yourself. Right. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with like, look, in in every sense, there are things that either like every race can kind of like, like there are things that are true to certain racial cultures of like, you know, hey, like you like there's things that you've gone through that I can never relate to. Oh, for sure. But like and, you can talk you, to Gary you. or Chance and like, but y'all like. Like, y'all can relate to that. We so if you're in that, a situation right. uh-huh. where, like, you almost feel like you're in a hostile environment, y'all might assimilate with one another because it's like, hey, man, we're almost kind of on the defensive. Like, I don't like these vibes right here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with assimilating like that. What I'm what I'm saying is, like, when people are assimilating with race in a fear or hatred towards the others right. is when it's a problem. It's a problem. Those are the ones I'm saying are, like, the unintellectual that are just the sheep that are just like you know driven on hate and just ignorance you know and once again, i'm not i'm not educating anybody by saying that everybody right. knows yeah, that. It just, you know just it's, it's all reiterating the point it's all our opinions right now that's the whole point of this podcast opinions um but yeah i agree with you man that's, that's very well said man and i just wanted to get your your thought press process on that because you know it, it always comes in my head a lot and i know in the you know it's a lot of other people in the world of course that think about the same thing probably like why does this group of people hate this group so much like why you know right. without them actually having a relationship with this group of people themselves 
you know so i just wanted to get your thought on that on how you feel and you know thank you man you know i appreciate that like it really means a lot to me because you know i'm very prideful when it comes uh to my people i'm very prideful when it comes to like uh, like a lot of other stuff too right you know like i love everything once again but it just makes me so upset thinking back on stuff that just happened and you know, like it's just well, crazy, and and, and there's you know, a difference the to it. Pride, pride's yeah, different. Yeah, the reason I'm bringing it up because like also it's making me upset. What's happening with Asian people right now? You know, mm-hmm. it reminds me of stuff. So. Yeah, and I mean there was actually um, the reason why I brought up 9/11. Mm-hmm. You know, all this Islamophobia, and that that shit was just like ingrained in everybody's head, like propaganda for forever. You know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, you know, if you want to make conspiracies out of it, you could say, oh, oil and, okay, let's vilify them because then it makes it easier to sympathize. Right. Or, you know, to to understand why we're actually trying to do this crazy shit over there, you know? Right, right. But uh, I actually saw this. There was this documentary on Netflix, and it was 27 minutes, so it's, like, really short. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was called The Ghost. I think it's The Ghosts of Sugarland. Oh, wow. And it's here, Sugarland. That's kind of. And the opening B-roll is here, like at the Sugar Factory. At this house? No, no, no. Like right there, like fucking say. I could jog there in like six minutes, probably. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um. So I mean, it's like right there. Wow, that's. And it's basically about like, and the the whole time they're wearing masks, like Star Wars masks. Transformers, like shit, like that, like kind of hiding their identity, but it's kind of part of the message of the fi- of the film. Uh-huh. But it's about these Middle Eastern kids, uh, or, or uh, rather Muslim. Sorry, okay. these Muslim kids who um, they just kind of hung out, like they were friends in school, but they kind of saw like firsthand some of that 2001, you know, post 9/11 Islamophobia. Right. And um, they had this black friend who was kind of quiet, didn't really, like, fit in with big groups, started hanging out with them. And he learned more and more about Islam. And apparently, you know, he started becoming kind of critical of his friends Mm -hmm. because he's like, oh, I don't understand this. Like, you don't even practice Islam the way that it's supposed to be, you know, the pure form. And, like, he started becoming, like, an extremist almost, right? Mm -hmm. Then it turns out... He starts posting from Facebook, y'all, I'm in Turkey. I just joined ISIS. Whoa. <laughs> yes. So, like, he starts talking firsthand about his experience there, and it's wild, but the movie talks about how, you know, it kind of works in that Islamophobia and how that fit into this whole dynamic. Because, you know, there's a big Muslim community in Sugarland. It, it's, you know, it's pretty sizable. So... You know, there's a, it's a big community here. So they talk about all the stuff that people had to endure. You know, and I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I'm not I'm not uh, Muslim, so I don't I can't say if it's still very uh, prevalent anymore or if it's not. But I feel like at least some of the the insensitive, uh, you know, sarcastic jokes about you know. Middle Eastern culture have died down, which is better because you don't want to generalize any race. Like, just like you mentioned with, um, you know, with, with Asian, you know, anybody Asian now, 
if they're coughing, people are looking or at sneezing. them sideways. Exactly, right. That it's just it's ignorance, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It, any final thoughts on crazy plague-like shit before we move on? Because I'm, I'm, I'm fine with talking about, like, lighter things, you know? Yeah, let's go ahead and change subjects, man, because I'm sure everybody, once again, I know everybody's tired of hearing about this COVID-19. I know I am, personally. Just wash your hands, y'all. Yeah. Come on. Basically, and avoid big crowds. If they're coughing, stay wash away. Wash your hands, sneeze in your elbow, be smart about stuff. Don't share foods at this time. Don't share shit, of course. And just be yeah. smart. That's the whole message. I know we went deeper to like other shit, but that's the, the whole message, you know. So abrupt subject change. I want to start a segment called uh, Random Thoughts. Okay. Because we always have random thoughts that don't quite fit in the docket. I know Chance could fill this whole oh, yeah. section up by himself. Shout out to Chance and Gary, too. They're not here once again because Gary, you know, he's a family man. So he's doing a whole family thing right now. You know, Chance he, said he's self-quarantining. Right. And that, too. All the shit's <laughs> he's not sick, but he said he's just chilling. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Chance. But uh, random thoughts. I only had two this week. I don't know if you had any random thoughts. My first random thoughts, you know those T-Rex things? Yeah, I got Like those, thought. like, uh, you know what I'm talking about, like yeah. the little. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like, uh, if you haven't seen it, I think it's like, what, two wheels in the front and one in the back? Yeah. So it's like a reverse tricycle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you ever, like. You can hear them because they all they assimilate. T Rex drivers assimilate. They all get together and like if you have some kind of like a town center, city center, whatever you want to call it, some place to meet at. You know, with like the through roads Uh that go between shops and restaurants and and dining and and lot and uh, residential, you know, apartments, hotels, those little city center kind of things. You will hear them drive through there going, you know, five miles an hour, revving the engine up, blasting music. And they always seem to have mega speakers, right? They only ever listen to R&B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like weak R&B. Like, what's, the, what's, what's weak R&B to you? Like, yeah, yeah, like Chris <laughs> Brown shit. Like, come on, man. I mean, has there been a good R&B artist post-2000? Uh, Trey Songs, I liked him. Uh, he was okay, but he was kind of in that, like, whiny... Bro, but that, that one mixtape by Trey Songs, we up in the bed, you gonna be on me... Uh, don't yeah, I can't sing for shit. But I forgot the name of that mixtape. So at me right now, at us, the name of, we we don't know a shout lot of us names out. of a lot of shit. Right hey, now. shout out to Monique though. She yeah. found so last week we talked about some James Franco movies. I think it was last week. It was last week. Was and last uh, so the James Franco Kate Hudson movie was Good People. Mm-hmm. That was the one where the couple finds the money in the house, and then True Story. Was the movie James Franco had with uh, Jonah Hill, where it was like <laughs> you can't take it seriously. I couldn't. I'm sorry, but uh, anticipation is the name of the uh, mixtape. There we go. Anticipation. Yeah, Trey Songz. I kind of like the weekend, but I don't know if that really. I like the weekend when he was just coming up. House of Balloons weekend. That's the one I fuck with. Um, the weekend that was kind of poppy and all that shit. I didn't fuck with personally. I get it. Make your money. I respect that. But I just like when people are getting it from the fucking dirt and being very creative and not being controlled by a label. Because, you know, once you sign, 
you can only do so much creatively wise, you know. So that's my take on that. Yeah, and I'm trying to think like I don't really listen to much modern R and B. Like anything I don't know who's modern before two thousand was really kind of my thing. But you know we've funny? also talked about how it's kinda of merged yeah, with rap. Yeah. You know, yeah, with melody, exactly. like you know, eight oh eights and heartbreak Heartbreaks, really right. got into like introducing melody back into music, you know? Right, right. And I, I agree, man, because everything's in Drake. I, I'm not gonna say he started that shit. He's sometimes R and B. But he actually brought it back to a point where everybody felt the need to do that. You remember 50 was singing on tracks too. Yeah. You know, so, but it, it didn't sound bad. And then that's what Kanye did it, who can't sing for shit, but it's still, he was, he's creative, so it still went, you know? Right. So definitely, uh, you know, like, it's just, I love it, man, that everything's merging together. Just keep evolving. We're all about evolving. That's why I love Ye. I'm always going to love Ye because he's always evolving and trying to push the envelope and do different shit, or try at least, you know? Yeah. Other random thought I, I random had. Thought. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. What's your random thought? So, when did eating ass become so popular? <laughs> I actually, I actually had that saved for the yeah, deep shit segment. Oh my bad. No pun intended. Deep shit. No, deep we'll shit. we'll come back to it because yeah, there's a there's a good segue to it. Right, um, so random thought I had. Like I like hood follows on like Twitter, or Instagram. Not, you know, like black Twitter, uh, like that kind of genre yeah. is funny by itself. Like, I love that, too. But I'm talking about, like, the dudes you know that are hood. Yeah. That, like, you follow. That, like, you know, like them dudes. You're like, man, this dude might have, like, laid some fools down. Like fucking Big Herm. Shout out to Big Herm, man. Herm. We need to fucking link up again. <laughs> Herm was one of our Miami hitters back in the hitters. day. You know, he, he was so kind. He was... He looked very intimidating, like yeah. tall Hispanic dude, like so six, six four, six five, grill, like yellow gold in his mouth, and he loved fucking Plies. Plies was his favorite fucking rapper. Plies, like Plies hey. you know, Plies, and he always sagged with his fucking fitted on and shit. But once you get to know him, the kindest dude, man, like he was super fucking cool, you know. So shout out to you, Herm, man. Shout we gotta look up soon, get you on the episode one of these days. One Good episode, old Herm. Yeah. Uh, but nah, I like it because they'll just like post selfies. Like, man, I just been kicking it. <laughs> just the caption. Yeah. And just like holding a blunt in their fingers. And then like money. you know what I hate when they hold the money, like to their ears and shit. Like I can't answer because I'm too busy getting money right now. It's like, come on, man. I like they'll just post you. like the funniest shit where like they yeah. have a blunt in their mouth and they'll just be like With a durag in on, this beer. Durag on, a fucking wife beater and shit. Like, but then the best part is like you, you know go in the vibes. comments. And they'll just be like, ugly boy. <laughs> you know the vibes. And they just throw like, yeah, they just throw hard. They're like, hey, bitch. And that's it. Like, it's like a different language. And it's always know? losing, using like different letters and characters and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of shout sometimes. out to using all the emojis. Some people use them a lot. Like, for real. You know, like, for oh, real. But yeah, that shit's hilarious, though. It's funny because I grew up in this shit, so I, I can make fun of it. Mike did too, you know. If Mike is my nigga, man, let, let me tell you about Mike real quick, you know. <laughs> so Mike, you know, if you didn't know him, you would think he was extreme, like man, he's offensive and all this shit. But nah, Mike, I don't consider Mike as white at all, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't consider you as white, bro. Just because, like, know what I am. yeah, because we I'm connect like so much. You know what I'm saying? Just how you were growing up. Mike's always been this way, like since he was little. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, remember you were Fat Mike mm-hmm. at the time, and now you're Swole Mike. So yeah, I was so. like, that was like uh, two fifteen. Damn, yeah. My best, my elite weight was like one sixty five. Right. So the point I'm making right now is, I'm like one seventy. Mike is cool as shit, man. So that's why we well, can thanks, joke. Friend. Yeah, we can joke and relate to shit like this because like we both been a part of this, you know, for a while. We in this. <laughs> yeah. Jock's pretty. Jock's pretty swell fella himself. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I try. I try. So speaking of, you know, that was very selfless of you to say that. Getting into deep shit, one of the things I want to talk about was selfishness. You said, what, what do you want to talk about? Selfishness. Okay, okay. So really, this is funny because this is kind of a selfish topic. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like, I thought about myself and I was like, yeah. I've always thought about myself like, man, I'm kind of selfish in some ways. We you all know? are. We all are to a certain extent. But then I realized I'm not selfish at all. I'm I'm actually very selfless. But I just like to do things my way. Yeah. So maybe my it's more bossy. Not even necessarily that I'm selfish, but I'm like, oh, I want to help you. But if I can't do it the way I want to do it, I'm not going to help you. Yeah, how you have it envisioned in your head. I'm, I'm similar. We're the same person sometimes, you know, that. Um, selfishness. But, you know, yeah. you need a certain amount of selfishness. You need to have a certain amount of selfishness enough to pay attention to your health. Mm-hmm. You know, like people always talk about when you got to take it to the next level in life, you got to make sacrifices. Yeah. And sacrifice always. usually means you got to sacrifice your time. But I think about it and I'm like, I do pretty productive stuff with my time. Yeah. So if I'm sacrificing some of my time, that means I'm sacrificing things that I'm doing that are actually good for me. Because I don't have a lot of time where I'm just sitting around farting around. I mean, right. a couple hours that you know, two three, you know, two hours before I go to bed each night. But that's about it. You know, you got people that go home from work, get home six o'clock, sit around till midnight, just eating chips and watching TV. Hey, I'm doing shit. I'm going to the gym. I'm cleaning up, picking around the house. Doing things, yeah. so like that's where I'm like, it, you have to yeah. be a little bit selfish. If you have good habits, be selfish with those good habits. Right. Speaking of doing things, I'm gonna go ahead and like shout you out again right now, man. So my boy is officially the director of operations. I'm not gonna tell you what company, but it's no, he's a director of operations right now. So that's pretty fucking big. <laughs> Appreciate you. So he's job. actually doing major shit. We both are, you know, just subtle things, but. To your point, you know, you're not just fucking around just to fuck around and shit. You're actually, like, you do stuff with purpose, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I, I respect that about you, man. Well, and that just comes with, you know, if you're if you're leaving a job, taking a new one on, right? you have to be a little bit selfless, right? Like, you have to be, or you have to be a little bit selfish, rather. Like, you have to be, like, man, if you're leaving a job, you if you're leaving a job, in a way, you're leaving behind. You're like kind of leaving some people hanging. Right. And I mean, I guess if you're leaving that job, you're being a little bit selfish. But if you're taking such a leap like that, you know, you are have you to being be selfish, selfish or are you growing? You're growing, but you like that's what I'm saying. You have to kind of be a little bit selfish, selfish right. to do that. You know, it's not not even selfish. It but. It's not bad to focus on yourself some. Yeah. It's you gotta, not. You have to worry about... You have to take care of yourself first. Self always comes first. And, you know, alongside of that, your family 
comes with that as well. So if you're married, you're trying to raise a family or start a family, you got to think about them. So it's not just about you. And that's where that selfless and selfishness, it, it, it kind of intertwines. It goes right. hand in hand sometimes. So you have to realize, let me think about the bigger picture. Yeah, I'm going to miss everybody here. Yeah, I have loyalty. But this company's actually offering me 120K or 200, you know, whatever, like a year more. That's fucking five or six times, you know, whatever you was making. And this is going to be sustainable so I know that my family's actually good and my kids, I can actually start like a, a college fund from them, for them already when they're a baby. You know, you think about the long run. Yeah, you got to be selfish yeah. to save for the college fund like exactly. you're talking about. And all that shit. I just think about that all the time, man. It's crazy, man. So, yeah, man. You got to so, intertwines. So, the next deep shit, no pun intended... Butt stuff. That it's just a general topic. Butt stuff. But is that what it's titled? Butt stuff. Butt stuff. That's yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I guess we you, you talked about eating ass. So eating ass. That was one of the things. We were not gonna get too personal with this because I mean that's just you know. I'm sure y'all probably like, oh these guys are gross. Hopefully you're still listening. The at only this thing point. you really, the only question we really had was like, when did when did that happen though? Popular. I don't even know. I, so I, I will say maybe this. like 2016. I feel. I will like. say this: when Janae Ayeko, shout out to Janae, that's one of my favorites. When she was like, "Gotta eat the booty like groceries," and her little innocent pure ass when she Dang. said that, everybody's like, "Oh, what?" Like Janae said that. I'm about to eat ass immediately, baby. Come here, come over. I want to try this new thing. And that's when I feel like shit started amping up a little bit more, but. And then Bro, Nicki Minaj put me yeah. to the best ass eater. Eater, exactly. My thing is, bro, it's literally shit coming out. It's shit. It's literally shit coming out of, of what you're licking or whatever. So how how did that become so cool? Or like, I want to do that. It's that animal, like that primitive, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it blows my mind. Like, it really does. I'm not talking down on anybody like I can't, you know what I'm saying? But Right. It's just, it's funny to me, man. It really is when you just think of everything in retrospect. How, so, how far we've come. Because back in the day, that was unheard of. Eating ass or anything like that. Like, what? Like, no, you look gross. Speaking of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Like, looks-wise. Who do I prefer? Um, looks-wise. Cardi B. Me too. Okay. I like Cardi B too because I actually followed her when she was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, it's a reality show. And when her teeth were busted and all this shit. But she was always, she's still the same fucking person. Goofy, speak her mind. She was trying to rap on a show and nobody took her seriously at all. Like, ah, he's going to be a stripper. So, like, I I saw where she actually came from. And she worked her ass off. And now look at her. When she became big with that Bodak Black, you know, I was I was so happy for her. But, like, it's fucking Cardi B from Instagram to Love and Hip Hop. And now look at her. She came up. Like, in a serious way. So, that's why I always have respect for her, man. Always. Cardi B, shout out. Yeah. So, butt stuff. Um, the other part of butt stuff was you were talking about witchcraft. <laughs> Jog, you need to tell people, put people onto your witchcraft thing. Yes, I have a theory. <laughs> Don't at me right now, but just my opinion. We're talking about witches. And do you believe that witches are real and they still exist? And we we... We all believe that they still exist, you know, in the world. And we start talking about witchcraft. <laughs> and I was saying that anal sex is a form of, of witchcraft. <laughs> now, before, yeah, you lost me. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, before y'all start, like, 
oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? Think about it, right? It's nothing good that comes from it, I feel. It's a part of the bad side of words because it's good and bad with everything, you know? So I feel like it's, it's the part of the bad side. And I read somewhere where, you know, when you have anal sex with somebody, you open up a doorway to, like, demons and all this crazy-ass shit that goes on, literal shit that goes on, you know? And I start, you know how you go down a rabbit hole, you start looking at more shit, more shit, I'm asking questions. I'm... I'm a, I'm a resourceful person, so I like asking a lot of questions to people that know about it. And I like looking at shit, too. Um, looking at stuff. Let me not say shit. I'm talking about butt stuff. So, yeah, you know, it's nothing good. And, and I say that because when you're actually performing that act, it's nothing. It's not a simple task. You know, it, it takes work, and there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. And it's it's a hard task to like pull off, you know? So, you know, God, I know it's crazy though. I'm mentioning God and you know, I, shit, it, it's wild, but whatever, you know, we're, we're, we're free flowing right now. So he made everybody how he made for a certain reason. You know, he made a vagina and penis and all that. So it can do what create life with an asshole. You're not creating life. You're creating shit. I'll go back to it, like literal shit. I know people have their kinks and all this, but it it just you know. Well, like for it, some, it's it's that power thing you were talking about. For oh, some, it's the yeah. forbidden fruit. You know, like the ooh, this is naughty. And honestly, for some, they probably get bored. Like, let me try, yeah, let me try this, and it's another hole. Let me go ahead and, and do this or whatever. You know, but it. I don't know, man. It's, it's For some, much. it's like fetish, which I don't think... I think fetish is like a category of its own because I don't know what dictates, like, what makes a fetish, like, stick in your head. I think it's because it's so taboo. But not even, like, the the like those, like, the graphic or more graphic ones like that or, like, even, like, weird, like, feet fetishes. Uh-huh. I'm also talking about people that have like latex fetishes. Oh, you talking about or like uh, weird shit? Not even dom- like. Well, yeah, I guess some of that, but like or people that like getting pegged. I like something I, I wouldn't call this fetish, but like something I like is like stockings. But yeah, pegged too. Yeah, you're laughing over here. Some people that might be their thing. I like like stockings, right? Like it's yeah. not a fetish, but I feel like just wearing stockings like adds like right, right. so many bonus points. Yeah, like yeah. damn, now nobody just does that. So I feel yeah. like it's kind of odd because if I was to see that, I'd be like, ooh, you know? Yeah, it's like an extra feeling you get. Yeah. Right, but it's not. I don't. I don't know if that's what you would call a fetish, but like, what what makes people like the people that are into like feet? What's in the brain that's like Or armpits I mean cause it's not a natural Like there's nothing sexual about a foot It's something in your brain that triggers Right and that's what I understand Is like what is that in the brain That's like like, Oh shit you got some easy zone Oh Damn, oh, I man. see feet and I get grossed out I'm like Right. Me like, like I, I can appreciate Nice toes Cause even like you know when my girl like she has nice you want feet. them to look nice you don't want them to look busted yeah, she, but even then I'm like right and she has nice feet which I appreciate you know um but I never like 
fetishized about them. Like, man, oh my gosh. You know, I want to lick the. Oh, let me pour, some, pour no. some hot sauce and vinegar and shit. Nah, you know what I'm saying? That's. <laughs> Yeah, like personally for me, that's, that's too much. Like thirty on, years of my life, I've never had a toe in my mouth. I'm gonna keep it that way. I can't speak for that, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm being honest. But yeah, so I mean, there's nothing wrong with like yeah, a little yeah. nibble or right, something like right, that. Right, right, I've right. never done it, but mm-hmm. I see it in enough movies. Movies exactly. That I'm like, okay. But like, it's funny how like shit comes in waves, like things that are in vogue. It's even like tossing salad, bro. Yeah, I like think that, that, that's, like that's it was in vogue for a while. Yeah, that's like, the whole ass eating tossing salad. That's, that's the formal name, tossing salad. And formal, as, <laughs> formal. And as a guy, I can't do that. I can't get down with that personally. I can't get down with somebody even going near there. Yeah, I for hear me, it's live, but I again, it's not too, for me either. It's not for me either. Like it's just not. I can't do it just because like how I am. Right. Just, I, I can't do it. You know. But shout out to the dudes that's out here living life to <laughs> the fullest, like doing whatever. <laughs> Nothing against y'all. I just can't do it personally, you know. <laughs> On a fucking bed like a baby. <laughs> Cradling. Hell yeah. Hell no. Nah. Tell yeah. me down. Shut up. <laughs> Tell me down. <laughs> oh, shit. Man. Well, we just got off, like, the rails a little bit. but We did, but that's it. That's that's the docket right there. Yeah, yeah. That's an hour just like that. What else? So, Any man, I current think... event? Any other... Any final thoughts? It's no final thoughts, man. Just protect you. You know, once again, most of this docket was about coronavirus, COVID-19. So just protect yourself, like we said. Wash your hands. Do the right stuff you're supposed to do. But don't don't be afraid to go outside, you know, your room or your house to go get shit. Still live life. Live life. Sunday, fun day, still do what you have to do. But just be smart about shit. That's all. You know, that's the most important thing. Also, I know we keep talking about this t-shirt giveaway three shirts on the last two episodes yeah we own it we actually picked some winners yeah we have three winners that actually who you know subscribe and they're actually paying attention to this shit because most of you guys i'm gonna call some of y'all right now you can't call out the fans well i I can (laughs) you know because it's our shit so i'm gonna do it but not in a a root way but most of y'all you know on, on instagram social media you just you just click through shit. You don't really look at it and read. You just click. I have a habit of doing it sometimes too, where you just click in and not really paying attention. But actually, read, click the link, go to the page, and like look what is actually going on and happening. You can get some. You're getting a free fucking shirt. And you know me, I'm I'm a fucking fashion genius with shit. And so the shirt you're getting is pretty fucking dope. Like it's a nice shirt, but you're getting for free of charge from our labor. You know. So, I saw how to say, man, just pay attention to stuff. But to the ones that actually have been paying attention, you get your shirts. We're going to be announcing y'all or DMing y'all, you know, the winners. We want y'all to rock that shit. Rock it everywhere. Throw up a deuce. Rock it everywhere. Take Something pictures in it. Ch- throw the age. Yeah, tag us. and Show us washing your hands for 20 seconds. Yeah, you know, sing happy birthday twice. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but wear know, that and tag us. Yeah, and you know, I want to thank y'all for that too. I really do thank y'all. And Mike as well. I can speak for you too on this. Yep, you we, can. We, we really do appreciate all the love and support we are getting from you guys and we're always gonna remember you guys have been our day ones once this shit blows up even more so that's all i have to say so where you're gonna find us at the rep network instagram and twitter the website the rep dot network no dot com in there just the rep dot network 
and then you can shoot us any questions. We really didn't have any questions from y'all this week. Yeah. But uh, deep shit and Q and A is kind of you know long form. But hey, you have anything you want us to talk about? Add us. We say don't add us. You can add us sometimes yeah. if it's constructive. You know what we're about. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> so shoot us an email at repertoire network at gmail dot com. Let us know what you want to talk about. Subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg, and uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause.